Hello, everybody. My name is Eric. My name is Nick. Today, we're going to be talking about the Cincinnati Bengals offseason transactions and going into detail on moves that they made and kind of looking forward to the upcoming season. So, without further ado, we're going to go over the first thing is the biggest offseason moves. And, of course, we kind of already talked about Andy Dalton before, but... We're going to bring it up again. So, Andy Dalton got released like a week after the NFL draft. Nick, what do you make of that? Uh, it was time. It was time to move on. Yeah. For both sides, really. Yeah. He got signed by Dallas a couple of days after that, which was shocking to me. I was really hoping he was going to go to the Patriots. I was wrong, and I'm very upset. Because I, I think that would have yeah. been like a match made in heaven. Yeah, he would have been able to start over there. And, you know, their whole game is uh, short yardage, so he would have been a good fit. He's great in a short yardage game. Yeah. Now they got Cam Newton, so we'll see how that goes. And then I think another big release that they had, or I guess they didn't release him, but they let go of Tyler Eifert. They let him walk in free agency. And we'll, I'll kind of touch on that a little bit later, but I think this is going to be – they might they might regret this move because he's been a good player for a long time, and he played a full 16 games last year. Do you, do you agree or disagree with what I had to say? Um, I agree. Who else, who else did we lose? Uh, we lost Nick Vigil. We, we lost a couple uh, linebackers and a lot on the defensive side. So we lost Nick Vigil. Uh, Hardy Nickerson and Andrew Billings. A lot of defensive players are all gone. Thank God. <laughs> Hardy Nickerson's gone. Oh, my God. I am so thankful. He, he was a dread just watching him get burned and, and bullied over all the time. Yep. Um, Fedulum, too. Yeah, he's a he's a big loss at the safety position because I personally thought he played better than Sean Williams at times, but I think they upgraded from Fedulum with Von Bell, but we'll talk more of that later. They let go of a couple offensive linemen, too. They let Cordy Glenn's gone. John Jerry's gone. John Miller's gone. A lot of those terrible offensive linemen we've had for the past couple of years are now off the books. Yeah, that's good. We needed some some new blood in there, except... Um, bigger. Who did we resign on there? Redmond. Didn't we resign on We brought Redmond? back Redmond, yeah, on a one-year deal. Yeah, so. that dude's terrible. I mean, it's not, it's not looking real optimistic. I was hoping we'd sign more people so we can see you know yeah like it would have been nice see to see who some works out competition who can beat out who in camp but there's probably not even going to be a training camp so yeah i mean didn't they already confirm preseason is done preseason no i don't i don't even think they need to do preseason to begin with like they could just do it in two games i don't know why it has to be stretched out the four uh, aren't they talking about bringing it down to three and that, adding a game to the season that's been talked about i don't know if that's actually going to go through but all right we'll see um we also re-signed who else uh, Brandon Wilson. Yeah, he's good. He's a good – I think he's a – he played pretty decent on the defensive side, but he was really good in the return game. So, I think that's a that's a big sign for him – or a big a big win for our team is to bring back a good return man. Plus, you got um, extra depth on safety side, and I think he also does some good special teams coverage. So, overall, good re-signing. Yep, and then we brought A.J. Green back with the franchise tag. Yeah, that's, get the deal done. that's the big one. And that's – we should really talk about that a lot in detail a lot later but uh you know bringing him back on a one-year deal for close to 18 million dollars a lot of money i think it's fine for now let's see if he can play a full season but i think we need to get that signing done if we want to move forward yeah it's that i think going forward not to get ahead of ourselves but the aj green and joe mixon that's like two big uh future signings they need to get done like, you know aj green's probably just by age alone probably not going to play a whole nother decade but you get him on for another three, four-year deal, I think he can be really pretty. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. 
See, we don't have a lot of whole co- conflict when we have these conversations because we're very, very like-minded, and a lot of things we agree on are, you know. Not yet. Just wait till the season starts. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's going to get much worse. All right, so we talked about all the uh, players that they let uh, go and released. Is there we re-signed else? Josh Tupo also, who's um, oh, opted yeah. out of the season, so he doesn't yeah. really matter. They re-signed a guy who's not going to play. Great. Let's talk about the signings they did. And they, f- I was shocked. Oh, signings. They signed eight players in free agency, like un, I think unrestricted or restricted free agency. They signed a lot. And I was surprised because the uh, director of player operations, uh, Dick Tobin, I believe is his name, he said, oh, we're going to be spending money this offseason. I'm like, no, no, not. They they're not going to do that. And they spent, I don't know, close to $100 million in, in contracts. That was very un-Bengals move right there. Yeah, well, it's like it's. I think it's a sign of relief because I know Carson Palmer, he had a big one of the reasons why he wanted to leave is because they never went out and signed free agents. Uh, so I think that's a, a the new kind of Zach Taylor move to it is we're not gonna you know maybe we don't resign some of our good players like they did in the Marvin Lewis era and they're gonna go out and get them in free agency. Yeah, the first two big ones, Trey Wayne's, Mackenzie Alexander replacing Darquez Denard and Drake Kirkpatrick. Good, good signings. We yeah. definitely improved. Well, yeah, I he some or something about Trey Wayne's where I don't know if he fully signed his contract or not, but uh, either I think way. it's done now. I, I think, think it it's is. done now. Okay. Good. Well, I think they upgraded on the cornerback side because they added three cornerbacks, two of them from the Minnesota Vikings. So there's that Mike Zimmer connection. Uh, two of those dudes are on one-year deals, uh, but that's some depth in the secondary along with. Uh, Willie Jackson. Uh, so that was an improvement there. Another big improvement was the nose tackle DJ Reader. Big yep. signing. Definitely a needed position. We haven't had a good nose tackle yeah, in a while. Yeah, probably since Domatapico is here. But a, a good well, yeah, when, well, he, was when he was in his prime. He was pretty bad the last few years with us. He is now the uh, fourth highest contract on the Bengals now that they released Andy Dalton. They spent a lot of money. Pretty big. Uh, we also signed Vaughn Bell. Yeah, that's a big safety, big uh, addition to the defense, and I think that's one of the biggest um, improved positions is the defensive side. But we're going to go in a little more detail into that later. They also brought in a guard uh, for the Cowboys. So they, I mean, overall, they, they went out and they got a bunch of they got a bunch of players, which is very un Mike Brown like. So that's at least a step in the right direction. But going on, do you have any other comments on who they signed? No, I just uh, I agree that the the defensive side was probably the the biggest, the most improved. Yeah. I agree. Area. We'll, we'll talk more on the improvements on position wise, but let's go to the draft. And obviously, big big draftee that they picked number one overall. They picked Joe Burrow. Nick, what do you think about Joe Burrow? He's all right. <laughs> no, I think it was the right pick. Yeah, you couldn't pick anybody else in that spot i think as far as um someone you know that's going to be performing day one yeah i think at all the quarterbacks coming out of the draft he's probably the most pro ready I, I, there's you know p- everybody's going to have their opinion i heard people say oh, he's not he's not even close to being ready yeah it's probably not true i guess we we won't know until actual game time since there's no that's true uh preseason <laughs> we'll know so until, the actual, until it actually counts just throwing him straight in yeah, there. Just throwing him right into the fire. Like, hey, he's he's kind of. I mean, he's a, he's an older dude, relatively. I know a lot of people. I think at this point, seeing that graphic of 
Lamar Jackson, current reigning NFL MVP, is actually younger than Joe Burrow. That should yeah. be in the any indication. Uh, just from a pure age standpoint, Joe Burrow should be fine. But going on to the other uh, drafted players, they also picked up T. Higgins at the first pick of the second round. What do you think of that one? Uh, it's a pretty good pick. Um, really good value pick there. We needed more receiver depth. We've Outside of A.J. Green, we've really struggled to find somebody that could get open consistently. I know Tyler Boyd played a lot better last year than he has. Yeah, last two years. Yeah, but he's, st- he's still not a guy that you can – count on to consistently get open the way aj can yeah uh, it's gonna be really hard yeah john ross hasn't really panned out the way we no, needed they, they're not even re-signing him on his little fifth year option thing they just said you can leave so that that covers the first two and i think with those two the quarterback wide receiver i think they're trying to kind of replicate what they did with dalton and green when they first came in you know you're bringing in a new quarterback might as well give him a really good weapon so i think that's where that kind of came from but they, they were a lot of good wide receivers in the draft, and uh, I think we got good value from, from Higgins. So very optimistic for these two going forward. And then now, if you look at the rest of the drafted players, it's mostly defense. Trying to improve on the defensive side, linebacker. Yeah, the next two are both linebackers. I think a lot of people are really high on Logan Wilson, so hopefully he may – I don't know if he's going to be an outside backer or, an in, or the middle linebacker, but hopefully he can kind of fill that role we've been missing since Fontes Burfecht's prime. Yeah, I think all the linebackers could are potential starters uh, from what I've heard. Which that's like a good and bad thing because it's like there's no clear cut who's good, who's who's bad, and you don't really know what you got. But at the same time, maybe that can spur some competition between the players, and then they can kind of like you know battle it out for positions that you you know who's going to get the starting spots and stuff. Right. Yeah. So they took both Wilson from. Wyoming, and then Akeem Davis Gaither out of Appalachian State. Yep. Um, so they got. I mean, they let we talked about letting Vigil and Hanker or Hardy Nickerson go. Who are the other linebackers they have? Uh, well, we drafted Marcus Bailey also. Yeah, yeah, the last pick of the or the first pick of the seventh round. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think they he, got three backers in the draft. He has a really good shot of making it. Um, I know we have uh, Jordan Evans, Jermaine Pratt. Josh Bynes. They signed him and Bynes in free agency. He yeah. came from Baltimore. I'm um, not too impressed with him, but we'll see. Yeah, there's. I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of players to play. We'll figure out who's gonna go away. Yeah, and then we talked about the tackle. They also picked Khalid Kareem, in the fifth round. Uh, I think a lot of people, either, I think we're pretty high on this guy, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I thought. I can't remember what we talked about when we went over the draft picks, but yeah, he, he seems pretty solid, solid depth. I don't think he's going to, I think it's going to take a while till, till we see what we have him. He's injured anyways. Yeah. I know he's, he's on the unable to perform list right now. I mean, we got a lot of defensive linemen with, with Hubbard and Dunlap. You also have um, Carl Lawson. I'm sure I'm missing somebody else, but they got plenty of depth on the defensive line. So it's or defensive end at least. So, it's not like they're hurting, but I think that pretty much covers all of the drafted players. Uh, most improved positions. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to say I think the most improved overall has been linebacker. They added four new linebackers through the draft free agency. So, compared to what they had before, which was pretty awful, uh, they, they addressed it. And I think that at least the two guys, uh, Wilson and Davis Gaither coming in, 
bring a lot of promise and bring a lot of positive vibes. Yep, so I'll disagree with you there. I think linebacker is still up in the air because we don't know what we have yet. I think that secondary is definitely the biggest improvement. Von Bell is a huge improvement, I think. Yes. Um, he's going to be a lot better in that um, coverage realm than Sean Williams was, and I think Sean Williams could be used mm-hmm. a lot better down a linebacker. And yeah, they probably could. He played a lot of linebacker last year too. Yeah. Uh, he, yeah, so that's another one. Yeah, so I think – and then obviously Trey Waynes is a lot better than Drake Kirkpatrick. I and mean, well, what I th- were you expecting? Yeah, I think we're going to have one of the better uh, secondaries in the league this year. I hope so because I think Jackson – I don't think he had a good year last year. And I have to look at his uh, – he, lo- he was loved by Pro Football Focus his first two years, but I don't think he had that great of a year last year. And I think this is a contract year for him. So, if he plays great – and uh, that, that's another, you know, player they're probably looking to resign too. So, if he plays, gr- you know, good in the contract year and they have all these other options, it should be um, – the like you said, the uh, secondary should be a, a high – um, mark for us. But overall, the defense is improved. Uh, you know, I, you may say that the linebacker position isn't, uh, you know, fully sorted out yet. You can't deny that they definitely tried to improve. Yeah, they tried. We'll just have to see. It's still it's still really yeah. unknown to me. Yeah. I mean, that may be a wait-and-see thing, but, you know, they, they put in the effort to improve the defense. And that was one thing that, like, a lot of earlier Bengals teams didn't do. They didn't go out and improve the defense, you know, through free agency or the draft. It's like defense, you know, they played pretty well last year, but then it's not a focal point in signings or the draft. It was offense, and then the years after would fall. I know, like, I want to say, like, 2008 was a year that, like, you know, I tried to get a lot of offensive pieces and then – it didn't follow through. Maybe um, maybe 2007 or 2008. I don't remember which one. But prior Bengals teams didn't address the defense like they have in this year. I think that's a good sign. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So where do you think we need most improve? Like mo- most improve. For me, that would still be the offensive line. I don't think we've Agreed. addressed it enough. I know we're getting uh, last year's first round or the previous year's first round pick finally playing. So. Yeah. That's good, but again, we still don't know what we have in that, and our first-round pick linemen haven't really panned out for us. They have not. I mean, I'd say what you want about Andre Smith. He played for a long time. But, I mean, looking at the roster now and who's on, you've got Jonah Williams at tackle. You've got Bobby Hart at tackle. Um, Billy Price is a guard or center. Xavier Cifilo as a another guard. Michael Jordan as a guard. Trey Hopkins as a center. It's like, okay, I think we know one of these guys in Williams is going to play the position, but everybody else they, I don't think is dead set anywhere, so it's not like you know, there's a lot of shuffling they can still do. Yeah, I'm pretty disappointed by us not looking uh, for somebody to replace Bobby Hart. Yeah, but they, they never seem to uh, go out and, and, and get offensive linemen. It's like the one thing that they just don't go out and go get. Yeah, but that's a, that's a big problem. I think another uh, area of improvement that they need to improve on would be the tight end. Uh, like we talked about, they lost Eifert in free agency. I kind of wish they would have brought him back, assuming that he would play another full 16 games or something like that. Um, uh, he was a nice security blanket for Dalton. He played really well last year. But now you've got the only guy on here, I think, that's really had any 
sort of like game experience is Uzama. He was really good. Don't get me wrong. I think he's under underrated and underutilized. But you've got Drew Sample, who I don't think played a down last year. Mason Shrek didn't do much. Uh, Keith and Carter, who I think we talked about having three catches and one of them being a touchdown. And then I don't even know who Jonathan Franks is. So I think that's an area of improvement that either some dudes are going to have to step up or maybe look towards next year into getting another um, another draft pick or, or free agency. Yeah, possibly. I know, I know they're, they're pretty high on Uzama. That's probably why they let um, Eifert go. Yeah, I mean, I think in terms of like – Uzama's probably more, like, athletic. I don't know if he's faster or not, but... I think at this point, he probably is. I think, too. Eifert's been slowed down by injury. Uh, But, you know. I think, in terms of... I mean, the running back position still looks good. Mixon, you know, uh, minus any kind of injury, should have another good year. Bernard's still signed with the team. Uh, Despite age and injury, still putting up decent production numbers and you've got a couple other running backs and they get either through late draft picks or unrestricted free agents who those all those dudes always seem to come out and shine yeah i think uh travion williams is going to be good i think he's probably going to be a third third down back he was a six down six round pick last year so that's i think the overall you know you know they, they improved the defensive a lot but the off- offensive line and the tight end position still need a whole lot of work in terms of overall season outlook, just from like a roster standpoint, how are you feeling? Um, I feel pretty good. I, I think we still have quite a few holes. Like I said, on defense, I think linebacker is still a big concern. And given that we – I think we gave up the most rushing yards last year as a defensive unit, that's going to be yeah, probably. a big problem if, if um, you know, if DJ Reader doesn't turn out, which I'm, I'm, I'm assuming he will, but um, – I think linebacker is still a big concern. Yeah, what about the offense? Offense, I have no idea. It's it's really all down to how um, the offensive line plays this year. Because Joe Burrow can be good or bad, doesn't really matter. I think we should lean on Joe Mixon a lot, given he's probably going to be the star player next year. But it really depends on how well our offensive line can play together. Yeah, and despite having a pretty bad line, I think Joe Mixon still put up good numbers the last two years. Uh didn't play much his rookie year, but now he's in a contract year. And those running backs, assuming they can get a deal done, assuming he's going to play, uh, he should be penciled in for probably another 1,000-yard season. Let's, you know, Maybe they'll get lucky and some, some of the offensive linemen will gel together and play really well. Uh, my biggest concern is backup quarterback position. I am not confident at all in Ryan Finley. Uh, didn't play well last year. I thought uh, Jake DeLongola uh, – I probably botched that name. Told probably Gala. played. I think he. Whatever. I. I don't know. I'm reading it. Only, I've only ever seen it written. Um, Jeez. You know. I think. I think Finley didn't play very well. I, I shouldn't say a thing. I know Finley didn't play very well last year, and they and they signed uh, Brandon Allen pretty recently. He's like a uh, veteran uh, backup quarterback. Um, I don't think he's so going to make the roster. Probably not. And. It's the scary part is that, you know, I think Joe Burrow long-term is going to be fine. It's going to work out. But the current backup quarterback situation, I think, is very, very scary. I would have rather to just hang on to Dalton and eat that $17 million a year and have him as the backup, although that's not what he wanted. I would have rather signed all these defensive parts than kept Dalton. They got cap space for the future, and I think that's important. 
Or I guess they have technically only have cap space for this year. Yeah, I was hoping they would bring in somebody that that's uh, that's more experienced, you know, just to get Joe Burrow ready, especially considering we're not going to have a preseason. Yeah, I agree with that statement 100%. But to kind of like go back to some positive stuff so we can kind of end, end our overall outlook on roster makeup, the wide receiver position looks pretty good. Uh, although I'm not confident in the tight ends, I think, you know, assuming A.J. Green is all healthy and ready to go. He's your number one. Tyler Board had back-to-back thousand-yard seasons. T. Higgins should be a nice spark. Uh, Alden Tate, Alden Tate, sorry, and uh, Damian Willis are, are good like players to fight for that fourth spot. And then John Ross is kind of a wild card. I'm I'm not shocked. I wouldn't be shocked if he ended up hurt before the season even started. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see how many receivers they go with. Yeah, because if. Um you know, I would like Auden Tate to make the roster. I think he has a unique skill set and um, yeah. can definitely be we a red zone target since we are kind of lacking at tight end. Yeah, and he is a he's a big body, and I think we mentioned before his overall production numbers are very similar to what T.J. Husmanjada put up in his first couple of years. Although they're very different players, uh, you know, that's something comparable. So maybe going forward, that could be a nice little bright spot, especially if John Ross ends up not resigning. Uh, you'll still have – or John Ross or A.J. Green not resigning. You'll still have him as a nice backup. Okay, so that pretty much covers our overall look at the season. We kind of want to talk over some COVID-19 stuff. Nick, I'll let you get started. Uh, yeah, I think it's, uh, it's going to be pretty interesting to see how the NFL handles uh, all the restrictions and stuff going on. Um, we already saw with the the NBA how they're doing the whole bubble thing. You can't really do that with the NFL. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's easy. To, it's easy to get, you know, eight teams from each league with twelve dudes. You know, all live in one resort to play basketball. But football is a little more complicated than that. You need rec- the co- recovery time between each game is a lot different from basketball to football. So I think I think the season itself may be at risk. Um, yeah. We've already seen a little. There's l- even like, go ahead. Some college teams. Some college teams are already um, opting out of seasons and like, oh, we're not gonna, like the MAC just said they're not going to play or they're going to push it back towards spring. I think UConn canceled their football squad, although they moved to a conference that didn't have football, so they didn't have. They had to like scramble to set a schedule anyway, so that's probably more so to do with it than the overall COVID thing. But uh, yeah, I think. Money-wise, it's going to be bad for some of those smaller conferences. Maybe like the Alabamas and OSU's will be just fine. But um, right, yes, on the college level, um, the overall I guess overall sport outlook is it's looking kind of shaky right now. We might be doing all this conversation for nothing. Yeah, I mean we're we're already seeing a lot of players opt out of the season. Mm-hmm. I mean a lot of I think we have a lot of former Bengals players are actually opting out. Really kind of funny uh who's that uh what's his name the center our old center oh what's his name uh andrew billings opted out there's a big story about that he just signed to the browns and he's already opting out yeah um Jesus. russell bodine bodine he's oh, opting that's what out. his name was yeah but yeah there's there's quite a bit of players opting out Andre Smith is opting out. Was he? Is he still playing? Yeah, he's, he's with the Ravens. Oh man, I had no idea he was still playing. 
Yeah, so we'll see. I, I think more people are going to opt out, too, depending on uh, where things go. How do cases look? Have cases gone back down yet? Are they still, are they still skyrocketing? Uh, they did. At least for Ohio, they did go down, but they're starting to go back up again. Uh, I know I saw uh, Mike DeWine. Uh, he, he updated their, like, map, and both Warren – or, uh, sorry, Butler and Hamilton County got dropped from red to orange. So that's a good sign, at least from a local standpoint. True. Okay, so it looks like it is it is slightly starting to go down from last week, but it's still okay. pretty high um, it's still across very the country. High, yeah. Deaths have not leveled off. Deaths looks like they're going back up. So it, it looks like we're going to be under this for, for a while still. And that's unfortunate. So hopefully – I mean, like, if they do the, the baseball route I – mean, like, there's, like, two ways of doing it. You can do it the full uh, – basketball route or the baseball route we kind of just talked like a minute ago that's not going to be the case for football uh putting them all in one spot a lot of players a lot of movement long time between playing games to recover for their bodies they're probably going to have to do the baseball route i know that uh the reds have proposed the cincinnati reds baseball team proposed a like 20 percent capacity uh and seats would be spread out across the ballpark mm -hmm. maybe they'll do that with football i don't know I think I think their I think their current thoughts are proceeding forward uh, as we are gonna keep on keeping up. Yeah, so I, I think there's a good possibility of having a shortened season here. I mean, um, you know, they changed the playoff format where there's gonna be uh, four extra teams. Seven teams now. Uh, a, you might be right. Let me look at it real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seven, seven. Yeah, because it's like the one, the one seed gets the bye week and everybody else plays. Yeah. That's like the big difference, which is like, I mean, I don't think we're going to be – I would be shocked if we'd be veering for a number one seed this year, but anything's I, possible. I, don't I mean, I mean it'd be happening. nice. Don't get me wrong. Honestly, I, there's a good chance the Browns are going to play better than us this year. Yeah, I don't see that happening. But I did you uh, – this is kind of off topic, but I, I saw a picture of um, – Who's the quarterback of the Browns? <laughs> Baker Mayfield. And he was like, it was doing like the, the, they were doing the pictures for all the players, you know, like getting ready for the season, doing all those like promotional stuff. And the look on his face just screamed like, I do not want to be here. Like he looks completely demoralized. Like two years of playing and because he came in, he was going to be this hot shot, you know, big arm. He was going to turn around the franchise and they just had a god awful year last year. I mean, we beat them, you know. How good can you be if you lose to the worst team of the in the you know? They were one of the two. Football. One of two, yeah. Uh, so it was like we blew them out. It was thirty-three to twenty-three. Uh, they had one of those like win. I don't know if it was one in there in the playoffs or maybe it was a win just to keep spirits alive. But uh, oh my gosh, he just looks like he's done. Yeah, we'll see. Do we want to talk about the schedule and how it's looking as is before things change? Let me let me look at the schedule real quick. I haven't even looked at it. Well, I know we play – so we're going to play uh, in terms of, like, the divisions that we play. We'll play the AFC South, so that's the Colts, the Jaguars, Titans, and the Texans, which um, I always hate when we play the Texans. It's because they wrecked why. us in the playoffs twice in a row. Us. 
they they wrecked us in the playoffs twice in a row. They wrecked us in the regular season a bunch of time. They beat. They were our first loss in 2015. They, they, uh, they, they always so embarrass the hell out of us. They got our number. Yeah. I don't know why. It, I don't know. And it's weird because he's like from like Dalton was from Texas. Uh, I think he played. Um, he's from Caddy, Texas, which is in the south, and he went to college outside of Dallas. So, you know, they always had our number. So that's I hope the, where we for are some reason Dalton becomes starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys when we play them. Oh, I would love that. I would that love would that more than anything else. I would love it if. So here's okay. So we talked about my like okay tinfoil hat time. Last time I said he was going to go to the Patriots and win a Super Bowl. Here's my tinfoil hat this time. Uh, Dak Prescott is getting a thirty million dollar deal on his on his um, uh, contract, his franchise tag. Uh, he's gonna. I bet he's gonna say, you know what? I'm not. I'm gonna opt out of the season because that's not enough money for me. I want my long term deal. Damn it! And he's gonna not play. And then they're gonna go. Well, here's Andy Dalton, and Andy Dalton's gonna come in. And he's gonna kill it, and he's gonna. Take them to the playoffs. That is my tinfoil hat prediction for this week. I will not join you with that, so uh, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I agree. Uh, that's my tinfoil hat prediction, but in all seriousness, I, I agree 100%. I would love nothing more for Dalton to be the quarterback uh, when, when we play him. I don't want to, you know, beat up on him. Like, like when we played Carson Palmer, it was like, I want to beat right, the shit out of I didn't feel that way, guy. but – that was just me because I didn't I you know the way he left was very unfavorable. Uh, in my opinion, Mike Brown didn't handle that situation properly. Uh, Which one, Dalton or? Uh, Car- well, both of them, but Carson Palmer. That's true. I mean, this league is run by owners that can do whatever they want to players, basically. So it's nice to see when players get the upper hand on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he definitely asserted his uh, his leverage there, and I think for him it worked out in the long term, but. I don't know, just like, just like the way he did it, it kind of as a as a Bengals fan, it didn't really set right. But Dalton left a class act, didn't com- you know, didn't yell, didn't complain, didn't make a ruckus. So I hope he succeeds in the future as a starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. That would be my love. Yeah, I think uh, I think I would enjoy that. Yeah. So to piggyback on. Dallas Cowboys. So we're also playing the uh, NFC East, which is always god awful. So we have the Dallas Cowboys, New York Giants, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, and the newly minted Washington Football <laughs> Team. Yeah, so we get them this year. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that too until I looked up the schedule like a couple days ago. It said Washington Football Team. Like, oh, uh, that's right. Who are they going to? This, are they this whole be? pandemic's been like. One thing after another. Who is it going to be, Eric? What do I think it's going to be? I would love it if they were <laughs> the Red Pandas, because uh, anytime like like so many teams are named after um, animals. Just looking at our schedule alone, you have the Ravens, you have the Dolphins, you have uh, the Colts, which is a thing for horses, um, Jaguars, Eagles. Uh, there's a lot of animal-related teams, and so throw, and Red Pan. I think Red Pandas are pretty cool. So like you keep the color scheme and everything. That that decision probably won't be made until 2021, but I think Red Paint is uh, be pretty cool. They really need to get a jump on that. It'll be interesting to see what they do. What was the last like new team we had? The Ravens? I think that I think the Texans were the last new team. Yeah, but they they replaced another freaking Houston team. No, that but that was I mean, I don't know my NFL history as much as I should running a football 
podcast about an NFL team. But the the Texans, like, they were the Houston Oilers, and then they moved to Tennessee in the early 90s, and then they didn't have a team for a bunch of years. And then I think in the – well, actually, we can just look it up. I don't even not, I don't even know why we're talking. Uh, Houston Texans, they were founded, I think, in – 2002. They were the newest team. I don't know if there were uh, any other teams to go along with. Okay, that. so then yeah, it, w- it was the Texans uh, then. The Texans would be the newest newest brand. And I, I think a Texan is. I mean, their logo is a like a bull or an ox or something. So that's animal related. So why <laughs> not have a red panda? What does wh- what does Washington I, I've heard, care about uh, pandas? Red tails. I don't know why. Why Cincinnati Bengals? I don't because they had. Bengal exactly. tigers here from the zoo. I don't. I don't know. Maybe the Washington Zoo's got a bunch of red pandas. I don't know. That's <laughs> what I heard, and that's what I like. Uh, but I think I like red pandas, and uh, I heard red tails get thrown a lot. Red tails being um, uh, the uh, there's like a movie about it that George Lucas made uh, about African American fighter pilots during World War II. I don't know much else about it other than that. And then some other obscure things, but I'm I'm leaning, so I'm hoping for red pandas. We'll see how that turns out. I still out. can't believe they're just going uh, with the Washington football team yeah. for now, but you know. I guess they need time to for the for the art department to come up with, uh, you know, the logos and because when they do that for like, that takes a while when they do that for other teams. Like if they're just going to rebrand, you know, like when we switch from the old tired 90s jerseys to the new ones i'm sure that took you know a couple of months of you know let's do this and then you need approval then you do this you know that makes sure it's, it, you know, it's just that on top of logo. what's been going on this year and everything it's just it's just crazy yeah this whole year has been wrecked we started our podcast at like the worst possible time we started and, like right before yeah, global very little pandemic. sports to talk about yeah that's why we haven't done an episode in like five months is because there's been like no sports so yeah. Another thing I want to talk about scheduling real quick is so every year uh, when you're on a 16-game schedule, six of your games are from division. We already know Steelers, Browns, Ravens. Um, and then you got uh, the NFC and AFC teams. So there's two remaining because those are four and four. So that's currently 14. Uh, last two are the worst teams of the other two divisions in the AFC. So in the West, we have the Chargers. Who don't long have no longer have Philip Rivers, so I thank God he's gone because they ju- they drafted Justin Hibbert from Oregon. So I think that's their prenuptial. That's what we're going with right now. Although we have to play the Colts, who do have um, Philip Rivers as their current quarterback. So I am not happy about having to face him again because they he but they beat us in the playoffs too, or he did. Yeah, and then there's I remember that also Chargers played the Tennessee. Game. Uh, Everyone? I was there at that Chargers not game. Oh, not the, the Miami Dolphins. Yeah. Oh my God, that game was it was atrocious because the whole idea was, uh, oh they're they're not going to be like them. the freezer bowl again. They can't play in this cold. They're going to be too cold for them. And then it was like fifty degrees, so it was like, oh, this ain't too bad. I wore a light jacket. Uh, and then I think we talked about this when we talked about our overall uh, review of the past bunch of seasons, but. Yeah, they had some bad plays. Didn't they? Well, didn't play wasn't it well. like, and then they like lost twenty or thirty to ten, something like that. I think we scored thirteen points. I want to say they. I don't think they really whooped us. Hold on, it let me look it up. I want to look it up. But it wasn't like a blowout. Okay, 
Now I want to yep. look it up. It was 27 to 10. It was okay. I thought they scored 13. They whooped yeah, us. that sucks. Yeah, and they were we were undefeated at home, and I think we had like a like a undefeated record against winning teams. Because we lost to the Chargers weren't very good. Browns, of course, were bad. Dolphins were bad. Ravens were bad that year. And then, oh, no, we were, I think we were like 5-0 and against playoff teams in a regular season. And then we get freaking stomped out in the playoffs. It was, yeah, we talked about that being Dalton's worst game. But, yeah, that sucked. I will say, though, they have a pretty, they have a pretty, uh, I think they have the best buy possible, uh, having a week nine buy, like right in the middle. I don't like it when they're when their buy is too early. Like in 2014, it was week four, so it's like okay, we just got the season started. Now yeah, I gotta wait an extra week. Pretty good, you know. but we play the Steelers twice in the second half of the season, so yeah, that's always scary. They, it's all, they always play us harder. It would have been good for Burrow to get the Steelers in on one of his first few games, I think. But hopefully, he won't be without a preseason or maybe not much of a training camp. You can. Well, that's that's our Still one primetime game, right? This year, it's the the Steelers. I think they have two. Uh, They've got the Cleveland Browns. That's a Thursday night, though. Thursday night football, which we didn't have a we didn't have Talk a Thursday night football Monday game last night. year, which I thought was weird. We only got one Monday night. Yeah, they got a Monday night with the Steelers. Yep. Looking forward <laughs> to losing that one. We 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 ain't gonna beat the Steelers until like. Until like until Ben Roethlisberger passes away, I can't in like believe he's still 50 playing. Fifty years, <laughs> yeah, he's like ninety, and he still manages to kill us. Yeah, every time, even well, even like stupid <laughs> Mason Rudolph and Delvin Hodges. God, that was that was poor. Uh, both of those losses were poor um, coaching, which I'm sure we're gonna talk about in the future. It just seems like every time we play them, we just pucker up and go into a shell and can't do what we usually do yeah it's like yeah it's like every other team i feel like they play it doesn't matter who they are i feel like they come in and they play them competitively if they get beat they get beat but with the steelers it's like they got like a mental block and they can't get past it so that i mean i think that covers our whole schedule and i think we covered everything we wanted to cover nick do you have any other closing statements you would like to make of this yeah i think that's good i think we've uh Got some good talking points down. We are going to talk about, in the future, we'll go over kind of the, we'll go into greater detail on the schedule and some uh, better outlook on the season. Uh, we also want to talk about, or I want to talk about the Cincinnati Reds at some point. So that'll come up in the future. Uh, so that's what we're looking forward to in the future. But other than that, I think that covers everything. Thank you very much for listening. Hope you have a good rest of your day.